Hello and welcome back to the show. This is the International Students Podcast. My name is Martin Presse. This will be show number 26. It's great to have you back. I hope you're enjoying the uh, podcast so far. Today, we have a very uh, special guest with us. Her name is Yvonne. She is hailing from Mexico. She's one of my students here at Cornerstone. Very, very interesting young lady. So mature. Um, and so uh, over the last month, we've been uh, chatting, getting to know each other a little bit. And, uh, and I thought, you know what? That's it. I'm going to ask her to be on the show. And we're going we're gonna to promote um, Canada. We're going to promote Cornerstone, obviously, because we love it here. We're having such a great experience. And then we're going to talk about what it's like to be an international student, um, period. You know, um, and so I'm, I'm curious to hear about your experience and, and what it's been like for you. And I know that a lot of young people are sitting at home right now. I'm looking at Ivana as I'm talking um, and they are, they're like in your shoes and they're wondering, what is it like? What's it like to, to travel all the way to Canada to be so young? And, and what am I going to go through and what should I expect? So Yvonne, welcome to the show, my friend. It's been, it's so nice to see you here today. How are you? Thank you very much, first of all, for inviting me. I truly appreciate that. I'm very well. Today, yes. I'm very well. She's really good because she's got her own podcast. And uh, so she was kind of, uh, before we did the show here today, she was really enjoying the, the whole setup. And we're talking, we're having some technical difficulties before the show. And she was really curious about how the whole thing works. So um, you're awesome. So thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me. All right. So now uh, you're from Mexico. What city are you from? I am from a tiny city called Pachuca. In the state of Hidalgo. All right. North, south, I don't even know where it's that is. A, it's so close to Mexico City. Really? Okay. Yeah, an hour Good. away from it. What did you do growing up? What was your life like? Uh, were you traveling to Mex Mexico City or like what was your life like? To be honest, I, al I always lived, like before coming to Canada, right. I always stayed in the same city. Okay. So I grew up in Pachuca. My parents are from Hidalgo, not from Pachuca, but they moved since they were very young. Mm -hmm. And they stayed there for quite a long time. They met and they had me and my beautiful sisters. And so growing up was a bit hard because my sisters, my parents and I didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> and it was three of us. It was kind of difficult at first, mm -hmm. but my parents always knew what to prioritize. Right. So they always prioritized education. There was always uh, resources, money, whatever needed for education. You're so good, right. But not always for, you know, toys and TV. We right. didn't have that growing up. Right. But now I see it as an advantage. But in right. that moment, it was hard. Exactly. Super hard. I hear that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Now you appreciate the effort that your parents put into your education. Absolutely. So, and it's made a big difference. You're one of our leaders in the classroom. How old are you, by the way? I'm 23 years old. I'm turning 24. Okay, I love that. So, <laughs> turning, turning 24. Um, so um, the reason I ask, there's a reason for that, is sure. because there's a lot of young listeners right now, and, um, and they are wondering, like they're saying, well, I'm only 22, I'm only 21, and I'm so young, and everyone's telling me that I shouldn't go because I'm too young, but I really want to go. What kind of advice would you have for those students who are, who are in that mindset right now? I consider that as long as you know, because the, the reason why many people stop themselves from coming here is because of other people, but they know that they could make it. Right. So if you have that, I consider that if you have that desire of coming here, mm -hmm. it's because you have the potential to do it. Wow. Good. So I consider that you should just go for it. What if your parents are telling you, I don't think you should go? You're too young. To be honest, I I had I sort of had that situation at home. Yeah. My mom has always been very encouraging, but my father has not been, truly. Mm. 
Not because he doesn't want me to grow as a person, but he, because he wanted us to be there of course, with yeah. him as a parent. So yeah. I understand the reason why many parents do that. It's because not because they don't want to see you growing, but the the process of letting your kids go to another country yeah. can be super hard on them. Yeah. And so yes. the, the reason why they, they, they are not trying to stop us, I wouldn't say that, but the reason why they are trying to give us other solutions, such as stay here, find a job here, mm -hmm. I can help you with that, it's because they are, it's very hard on them. And yeah. they know that it's hard yeah. to go through that process alone as yeah. well. Yeah. So I can see there that the main reason why parents do that, it's because they want to protect us still. Of course. But right. that's the thing. At some point, I think we, we have to, to break from that. Yeah, you're very brave. And I'm sure that those conversations were really hard to have with your parents saying, look, I know you want me to stay, but you know, I have to grow or I have to, I have to see something else in the world. And I just can't imagine being in your shoes because I was never in, the, in that position, of course. Being from Canada, you know, when I moved uh, out of the house, it was only an hour away. I can't imagine telling my parents I'm moving to you know, Mexico or Japan or Korea at 17, 18, 19. And some of our students here at Cornerstone, by the way, are really that young. Um, we have, uh, I've met a couple of 17-year-olds, a few 19-year-olds. Uh, but the average age, if you're wondering, if you're sitting at home right now and wondering what is the average age of a student, of an international student, uh, that's a little bit hard to say. But I would say definitely we will, you'll start to see if you come here uh, students between the ages of um, 19, 20, um, all the way to 35, right. even in their 50s. Um, in our classroom, you might be one of the youngest ones, I think. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I don't know. We have a... It's a, it's an interesting group, the group that it we is. have now. So we got a bunch of 22, 23-year-olds, and then we have some people in their late 20s. Correct. Um, but it's a very mature group. So it's that's something else that I'd like to talk to you about is... Um, what kind of students are you seeing here? Um, and of course, because I'm doing this from Cornerstone, you know, sure. we're going to talk about Cornerstone, but we could talk about Vancouver in general. Um, what kind of people have you met or are you meeting that are from around the world? Like, what are they like? Or what, what's their general sort of way? You okay. Know? Yeah, it's a hard question, but... Yeah, so uh, let's say that I, I, was already, I already had the chance to be in two different groups. I need to mention yes, that. Yes, that's right. So I was with another group. And I could tell the difference between um, groups that have more um, people who are not from my culture, that don't, yeah. that don't share the same background as people that, that don't. So I will say that I've always been with very competitive groups. Nice. That's something I can say. Mm -hmm. And that helps me quite much because it has helped me to grow in here. Yeah. Because as somebody who I can see there has a very good level of English, yeah. I thought that it was going to be not that challenging, mm -hmm. but it's been because of the fact that I need to find, um, that I've found myself interacting with people who have different, um, a different culture, yeah. different values, mindset. Good. So I would say that's the best thing about Cornerstone, Vancouver in general. Yes. But that's the best thing about this school, I would say. Very, very good. Um, it's interesting to me because um, you're one of the students in, in the college that stands out. Uh, so, you. you know, good for you. Like, kudos to you, my friend. <laughs> um, because your English level is very high. Now, what would you say to a student who, whose English is not as high as yours? And I'm also curious to hear, and I think a lot of people would like to know, why is your English level so high? Like, how did that happen? So two questions there. Sure. Why, why is your English so good? And what would you tell students whose English is not so good? Okay, so I think that my experience is going to help a lot of people to know that my English wasn't this good until 
four years ago, maybe. Right. Because I always went to private school, thank God, and thank to my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my English was not that bad growing up. But I know that sometimes in Mexico, there's not truly, uh, they don't teach us the right way, I would say. Okay. So the thing is that growing up, my English level wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. But then I started uh, my major and I needed to get a certification from Cambridge. Um, and so what I did, as you should in every other thing that you want to become an expert on, I started putting in the work right. needed for it. Okay. That can happen before you come here. That's going to make it a little bit easier. But that doesn't mean that if you are here, you cannot do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. also this school provides us with very good English lessons right. and the environment itself it's going to help you a lot I've seen most of my classmates improve because of their daily interactions yeah. more than a um, normal course I would say Yeah. but the thing is you need you need to um, I mean you need to make an effort for that and as well do not confuse between having a good pronunciation and having good English Yeah. that's wow. the thing many people can see there that I have good English skills because of my pronunciation Yeah. But they are not really paying attention to the grammar. And right. there are people that I've seen that have such amazing, that use such amazing grammatical structures, but they are not willing to speak mm-hmm. because they don't think their pronunciation is so good. Exactly. Oh, this is such a great topic of conversation. Absolutely. So what is your advice um, for students? Uh, what should they focus on? Like if, if you're going to, because I think this is one of the top questions that I get is, Martin, how can I improve my English? What should I focus on? And, and I tell them my advice is read and read out loud. Sure. What do you think? I can say that reading is the best, the best part of it. That's how yeah. I learned my English. Pronunciation yeah. and everything was through reading. Yeah. And people will correct me, of course. Don't, yeah. don't do it by yourself only. Yeah. And if, you, if you're just hesitant about the way a word is pronounced, just try it out. And people in here are really nice. They help you out. Yeah. They don't make fun of you if you do yeah. not pronounce it the right way. They tell you how to pronounce it. Yeah, they help you with that. And I find Vancouver generally is like that. Um, sure. Do you feel like Vancouver is the kind of city where if your English is not perfect, um, that people are forgiving and people are willing to go, that's the kind of city Vancouver is. They're not so like, oh, your English, blah, blah, blah. You know? what do you, uh, how has that experience been like for you? I guess either that they are very open. You, you know, go. as there are many people in here from very different countries, they just understand. Like I think the people who are who were born in here, they just understand that mm-hmm. there's many people that were not born in here. Yeah, and that's how they are able to even, let's say, that predict what you want to say, what yes. you're gonna say, yeah. and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've noticed. I've started doing. I'm like, okay, I, I know where they're going, but sometimes I don't say anything because I want the student to struggle. I want the student to really work at, that's you know, your way. finding the way, you know, finding the word or the phrase that they that they want to say. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about jobs. Sure. Um, a lot of students are really worried about jobs. Uh, what is your take on that? What is your opinion on coming here, finding a job, and what should they expect? Well, the thing is that compared to Mexico, in here the, the job depends on the season you are mm-hmm. in. That doesn't happen in Mexico that much. Okay. For example, if students need a job, it's going to be easier, I would say, for them to find, no matter the season they are in. Right. But in here, it depends on the season. That's okay. something that I didn't know. Okay. But that does not mean that you cannot find a good job. Mm-hmm. So it can be from, you can start from cleaning. There's many options for international students. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a barista, for example, I've heard very good experiences. And the most important thing for me, I would say, is that 
even people that came here with no experience in such jobs, they were able to find appropriate tra training and then they just started, how can I say this? They, they became better at their job and right. they got promotions. Yes. Yeah. Right? People do get promotions, I think fairly quickly. Um, not within a month or two, I've had a couple of students who were expecting that. I mean, well, I've been there three months and I haven't had a promotion. I'm like, well, no, yeah. just hang on a second. What are you doing for work, for work right now? I work for a cleaning company. Okay. The best cleaning company. There you go. Positive attitude. I love it. And where do you work around the city? What's sort of, what is the job exactly? Okay, so what I have to do is to keep one building. They assigned me to one building. Good. And I just have to make sure that it's clean and nice. Okay. Is it an apartment building? Is it a uh, business uh, building type Residential thing? building. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. So the hallways, the carpet, the laundry room, I'm, I'm guessing? or No, like it's only hallways, carpet, the lobby, <coughs> um, the amenities. Okay. And, and that's it. How did you find that job? Well, it was because of my sister, to mm -hmm. be honest. Good. She got here first, Good. before me. And so she started working for this company and... As I got here, I didn't have a job, mm -hmm. and she told me, well, you know, there's this company, I, I have worked for them, Good. you can try. Good. And they liked my, my work. Of course, so. yeah. <laughs> you're, so, you're such a hard worker. And would you say that um, in Vancouver, it's really important for international students to connect with other students? Like, you can't make it on your own, or yeah, no, you, you can do this on your own if you really wanted to. Like, what is your opinion on that, connecting with people or doing it by yourself? I'm going to connect this with the previous question related to jobs. I have noticed that here in Vancouver especially, finding a job, sometimes it's just a matter of contacts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So recommending people. And I ask this to people who have lived here, people who just got here, and they just told me I got recommended by somebody else. Yeah. So contacts, they are important, but that does not mean that if you're an introvert, introverted person, mm -hmm. you cannot make it. You can still make it. As long as you're a hard worker, yeah. Canada is going to want, want you. Yeah. Th there'll, be, there'll be jobs for you. Right now, it's, uh, what is this, uh, May 10th, and um, yeah. we're just starting the summer, basically late spring. Um, and I've got a lot of students asking me for uh, advice on jobs, and sure. my ad advice is always, and I'm going to ask you the same question, uh, my advice for them is uh, just print off resumes and walk around and just hand out resumes um, yes. from building to building to building. Do you think that's a good strategy, or what is your opinion on that? Absolutely. I, I went to a store one day because I wanted to deliver my resume there because I truly wanted to work there, mm -hmm. and... This person told me that because of the season, they could not hire more people, but that he appreciated that I had gone to the yeah. store because most people just try to send an email and that's it. But yeah. for them, it's like not showing enough interest. Yeah. And yeah. if you truly want a job, you need yeah. to show that you want it as anything in life. Yeah, exactly. I just, uh, I'm going through this with a couple of students right now and they're only applying online and they're saying, I can't find a job, I can't find a job. And I'm like, well, you still have to, what we call, hit the pavement. You've got to walk around the city. Um, and I'm noticing the students who are going in and handing in resumes face-to-face -face, um, are more successful than students who are just going on LinkedIn or Indeed. Um, and for those people who are at home right now wondering, you know, what does that mean? Uh, Indeed is one of the most popular websites. Um, I don't know, in Mexico, like, is that a thing in Mexico, using Indeed.com or... Not truly. No. Okay, there you go. So it's probably a Canadian thing, an American thing. Um, it's a website that you can go to to help you find a job, but I, I just think get out there and, and walk around and shake hands and meet people. Um, I think that'll make a much better impression. Absolutely. So what is your plan? 
What do you want to do, let's say, uh, six months, a year from now? What, uh, what do you want to do? Well, I just see myself, this is like a very interesting period of my life. Yes. Um, I just see myself finishing school. Okay. And I still do not know if I want to stay here. Mm-hmm. Because this has been a very emotional process for me. Yeah. More than anything. I have learned to prioritize other things. Wow. And... I can see there that I, I would like to live in a place that has more peace to okay. offer. Okay, smaller yeah. town. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But I don't know if here in Canada, because of the weather. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful country. Mm-hmm. I just love it. People are so nice. They have been, everybody has been so nice to good, me. Good, good. And that's something that I truly appreciate. This has been such a challenge. But my plan, I think that right now, it's just to focus on school, mm-hmm. my job. Mm-hmm. And then my co-op, mm-hmm. and then I'll see what's going to happen. Okay, you just said a whole bunch of things that students are probably going, "What is she talking about?" <laughs> and and I don't want to invade your privacy. Sure. Um, can we talk about some of the challenges that Absolutely. you are comfortable talking about? Sure. Okay. First of all, um, I was somebody that, as I said, had never left the city that I lived in like my whole life. So. Um, Getting away, being away from my parents has been the, the hardest one. Mm. And I still have some conversations with them in, in which I tell them, like, please don't forget about me. Because yeah. I feel that way. And it's not truly that they're going to forget about you. But, you know, time's different. And yes. you have to work. You have to study. Yeah. You have many things to do. And I can see there that that has been the hardest one. Mm-hmm. So the emotional side of it okay. has been the, the hardest one. And... Sometimes when, when I got here and I didn't have a job, I felt that I was not um, doing enough. Because back in Mexico, I, the moment I graduated, I already had some job offers, thank God. Um, but in here, I just felt like it was different. Yeah. And even though I'm very happy with my job right now, at the beginning, it wasn't easy. Yep. Because it was the cleaning industry. Yep. And some people do not treat you very nicely. That's right. Or don't consider what you do important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. I did the same thing in university. I know <laughs> the feeling. For you folks sitting at home right now going, I'm going to be cleaning, you might. <laughs> yeah. You might have to take a job that you never thought you were going to take. I don't care where you're from. But I just want you to remember this. Canadians take those jobs as well. Uh, students yes. work in coffee shops, bars. Um, I worked in a hotel mopping floors. So I actually think it's a rite of passage. You have to do those jobs if you're really going to be a high-functioning adult. And that might be a strange opinion to some, but I, in just my humble opinion, it's, it's a rite of passage. You've got to get down and, and get dirty and do those jobs to really appreciate the accounting job you might get later on in life to get the nursing job or whatever. You know what I'm talking about, the, the, the jobs that are prized. But I, I truly think it's, it's an important thing for a young person to get out there and do the tough, dirty work, the grunt work. And then you can be like, all right, I really do appreciate the great job that I have later on. Um, one of the challenges that a lot of students talk about is money. Can we talk a little bit about that? And I don't know if that was one of your challenges, but maybe you've talked to other students um, what is the the biggest challenge with money living in Vancouver and um, being a student? Well, at first I would like to mention that for my sister, well, for me it wasn't a challenge because of my sister. Okay. I need to say that. Okay. And also our situation in Mexico was not precisely very, I mean, we're comfortable. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that some people I know 
mm-hmm. are not that comfortable. Yeah. Some people had to sell some stuff yes. for coming here. Yeah. So the the pressure this also like makes pressure uh, harder on some people, I would say. Um, but these people who had to sacrifice more in order to come here are the ones that I've seen succeed yeah. quicker. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because they are the ones willing to take these jobs yeah. and to make the most of them. Yeah. That's something that I truly admire, and yeah. you're going to see this a lot. Yeah. So if you have to sacrifice something and you're thinking, oh, no, I have nothing to go back to, mm. that means that in here you're going to be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to go back to, mm-hmm. and it's going to make it better for you. I'm not going to say easier, yeah. but I'm going to say that it's going to make it better Because what happened to me is that I did have enough time to think about how much I missed my parents. Yeah. Because my parents were telling me, no worries, you can come back anytime. Mm. If you need anything, like if you need me to pay for your flight, I'm willing to do that. Right. So it was, these are, these are two very different situations in here, yeah. in Canada. But I have seen people who struggle the most for mm-hmm. coming here. They take this advantage. Oh, this yeah. is their only chance. Yeah. I, you know, you just said something that's so powerful and so true, um, and I agree with you 110%. The students that, um, <clears throat> for example, one of my favorite students is from yes. Cuba. Uh, her name is Lucia. She's been on the show twice now, and she did. She was one of those students who had to sell everything. Uh, and then there was a mistake uh, with her travel visas and, and, and biometrics. She had to go from Cuba to Spain to get some biometric tests done. And I mean, she really sacrificed everything to get yeah. here. But she's one of the most successful students that we have because every day really matters. It's like significant. So if you're sitting at home and you're wondering like, you know, I, I don't have a whole lot of money. Um, I'm going to bet on you. I'm going to bet that you're going to come here and you're going to say, okay, this is my last chance or my only chance or this is a big risk. Um, I bet you that you're going to be the type of person who will work 10, 12 hours a day and go to school and get your homework done. I know your sister's like that. You were talking about her just before the show. Tell us a little bit about her, her, her schedule, basically. Sure. So she works every day, every single day. Um, Monday to Friday, she works in, as a cleaner as well. And then on the weekends, she's a concierge. Yeah. She's a very hardworking person. And she had not been working before coming to Canada. Mm-hmm. She had already graduated from school, but because of pandemic, you know, many people couldn't hire her. She's a mechanical engineer. Oh, my gosh. An amazing mechanical engineer. She's very smart, and but she couldn't find a job, which led her to have some mental health issues. Of course. And that was affecting her a lot, and that's why my mom encouraged her to come here. Wow. And she took the chance because she thought that it was her last chance to, to do something great with her life. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy to see her. The moment she got here, she's been working very hard. Yeah. And, and now I, I see the difference between her, uh, her personality back in Mexico mm-hmm. and now the way she is. Yeah. So also if you're struggling with mental health, I, I will suggest trying this because it, it may be harder, but the thing is you're gonna get help yeah. along the way, absolutely. Do you think this is a character building test? People come here and you, she's saying yes. <laughs> I'm going to let you answer that question because I think you have a lot to say there. But um, yeah, just go with it. Is this a character building test? Absolutely. It is. Because, yeah. I mean, because people, when, when you come here, 
you start imagine well you start to imagine the type of experience you're gonna get in here mm -hmm. and This is a shock for most people, I will say, because they consider that because they have a background in certain field, they're going to be able to do that in here, mm -hmm. which is a mistake, because yeah. you're going to start from the basics. That's, That's right. what we mentioned before. Mm -hmm. But even Canadians do the same. Yeah. So they yeah. graduate and everything, yeah. but they don't always get the best job they can. Yeah. It takes time to get there. That's one of the main lessons that I have learned to hear. It takes time yeah. to get there. And it takes effort as well. And it takes from people to see you doing the hardest things to hire you with yes. other things. Easier ones. That's right. Because once you have done the hard work, you can do anything. You can do anything. Yeah. yeah. You, that's what I go back to saying. You have to do the dirty work, the grunt work, um, before you can get exactly the, the pretty work, I guess. Um, what, uh, would, uh, what advice would you have for someone who is thinking about coming. Now, they're, maybe they're going through an application mm -hmm. process. I'll be honest with you, it's, it's, not something, it's not a process I've had to go through yeah. uh, from beginning to end, obviously. Uh, but you've done the whole thing. Um, what advice would you give a student who is maybe thinking that next year, uh, next spring, they would like to be in Vancouver, and they're sitting at home right now, and they're, they're starting to think about it. What, how would you help them? What advice would you give them? First of all, if you think that this could be for you, if, you're, if you think that this is the life that you would like, go for it. Just go for it. That's the first thing. If you think it, it could be for you, it is for you. Wow. As simple as that. And the second one, get help. Mm. Yes, get help for your process. In what way? That means people may sometimes don't know, for example, about the requirements to come here. Okay. So if you don't know, I would say ask. Just ask people, different okay. people, advisors. There are advisors or okay. agencies. We were talking about agencies the other day. Okay. They can help you with that. What was your agency or do you have a couple of names for agencies? The thing is, yeah, I, I only know about one, but I didn't use one because the, the person who helped me with this was my cousin. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. She, was, she lives in here. Okay. She's a Canadian citizen now. Mm -hmm. And she was the one who helped us with this process. So she's, she's amazing as well. Good. And, but I would say contact agencies, ask okay. people, okay. follow, follow the, well, right now we are talking about Cornerstone, mm -hmm. follow Cornerstone. They're going to give you a lot of help. Can you call Cornerstone? Is this something that students typically do there in Mexico and they call Cornerstone here in Vancouver and they ask a lot of questions or is that not the normal way of doing things? That's, I wouldn't say that's the normal way. I can see there that they do it through agencies because of the fact that we don't know. So okay. we prefer to rely on somebody okay. else who does know about the process mm -hmm. and we just submit paperwork okay. and we just give anything they need right. because they're also like very, people who don't do it the right way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. There are some. Yes. Okay. And how long should they give themselves to get ready to decide that on one day they decide, okay, I'd love to, I'd love to go to Vancouver and study there um, until the day they get on the plane. What's that time frame like if you're from Mexico? Yes, I can see there that it depends on your socioeconomic okay, level. situation. Okay, yes. good. Yeah, that it depends on that. I I have met people in here who were not doing very well financially and still came. So okay. that's a thing. That that's something you should know. Many people think that it's only for people who have a lot of money. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. And I will say that if you are not doing so well, You may take more time. 
But I will say a, a year will be fine, okay. saving money. Wow, okay, yes. good. See, I was thinking six months, but honestly, I don't know. So it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. Depends how much money you have in the bank. Correct. Okay. Uh, so if you give yourself a year to work, save some money, ask all the right questions. If you give yourself a year, you might, you're probably going to do really well. Then. Absolutely. Wow, fantastic. Um, so if you are coming in from Mexico, um, yeah. what options were you given? Were you, say, were you told, like, go to Toronto, go to Vancouver, go to Montreal? Was that ever in the conversation? To be honest, with I mean, for me, it wasn't. Okay. I, I knew that I had to come to Vancouver. Because of family. Because of my family. Okay. They living here, thank God. Mm -hmm. And they were the ones that let us know about this. But I have met other people who spend a few months in Toronto, for example. Okay. So I think that's a, another option, a very good option. Okay. What would you say? Um, <laughs> I hope that they come to Vancouver. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I have to be careful with my opinions. Toronto is just not my city. Um, okay. Toronto is just as big. Um, I'm sure it's a great city. I'm trying to be really nice. It's just not for me. Um, I've traveled there. I've done a few contracts there, some speaking work in Toronto. Uh, just not for me, but it's a great city. Go to Toronto if that's what you really <laughs> want to do. Uh, well, it, it goes back to what you're saying. Like, what kind of person are you? I love nature. Right. I have to be outside. I got to be camping, hiking, swimming um, constantly. And so I'm sure that if you live in Toronto, people in Toronto right now would say, oh, you can do that here. I'm like, yeah, come to Vancouver. <laughs> it is a whole different uh, environment. So, uh, and it's like what you said earlier, you like maybe the smaller town, the quieter place. Yeah. Vancouver is very quiet, in my opinion, compared to the cities that I've been in, uh, Edmonton, Calgary, Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa. Those are pretty active cities. Montreal, very active city. Toronto, very active um, Ottawa, a little bit more quiet, but all those cities, not one of them is, in my opinion, as international as Vancouver. Toronto actually is very international, so I got to correct myself. It's very international, but I think Vancouver just has a different vibe to it. Okay. Uh, we are really, really open. Canadians in general are really, really open to, um, to the international community, uh, but Vancouver's just got this thing. It just, it's got a different vibe to it. We call it the West Coast vibe, basically. <laughs> um, and it's a, it's a pretty cool place to, be, uh, to live. Uh, we've only got a couple minutes left because there's another class starting. So here's my, uh, did you want to say something? No. Okay, my last question for you is this. Sure. Because uh, we could do this for n another hour and I have a feeling I'm going to ask you to come back. Yay. Are you cool with that? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, because there's so much on my mind right now I, I want to talk to you about. Um, so really quickly, in yeah. Spanish, what advice would you give to somebody if you're sitting with them face to face right now sure. and they're like, I don't know what I should do. What would, what advice would you give them? So say it in Spanish. I'm going to say it in Spanish. And then in English. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. So first in Spanish, lo primero es entender que si tú tienes ese sueño dentro de ti, si tienes esa necesidad de venir aquí y sientes que algo de este lugar entra en tu persona, es porque definitivamente tienes que venir aquí. Es una experiencia que va a cambiar tu vida para mejorarla eventualmente. Al principio puede que se complique, pero siempre, siempre va a valer la pena. Si necesitas crecer como persona, tienes que venir. And now in English. Wow, okay, that sounded amazing. Sounds very professional, it doesn't sounded it? sounded so great. Thank you. So, now in English. If you feel like there's a part of you that, that really wants to be here, Come here. That's it. Come here. Just make this decision. 
if you feel like you're stuck, you want to grow, this is the experience for you. There's, there's an after and before this experience, absolutely. The person that comes here is going to be one, and then the person that goes back, or maybe you're going to stay here, but it's going to be very different. So the thing is, if you truly want to change your life, if you truly think that you're designed to do something more, if you want to find your purpose, if you want to go through something hard, some people like that, if you want to grow, just come here. Wow. Yes. So simple. That's it. And so powerful. Yvonne, you're the best. We're going to do Thank another you. show together. Um, and, and I think what we should do is bring you back with a couple of other students who are maybe like not so secure, sure. but who have really valuable things to say. And then maybe you can really help them. You're wonderful. You're amazing. You're smart. You. You're fantastic. I'm a big fan. And thank you for being part of the class. Thank you for thank being you part of the much. podcast. And folks, that was episode number 26 of the International Students Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. We'll see you soon on number 27.